And we're live. Hi. It's the Push It Shout Podcast. Uh, it's been a bit of a slow week. Sorry we're getting this done late, but, uh, you know... We've There's both, nothing going on. Yeah, we've both been we've both been busy in our personal lives and just haven't had a lot of time for video games or anything. But uh, anyway, uh, we're gonna we're gonna try to find something to talk about. Uh, but first, we've got a little intro. Play us out. And we're back. All right. Uh, well. You you go ahead and start. Just uh... did you get okay? So I bought a new video game this week. Oh yeah, it came out. It came out on the first of September. Oh my god! Yeah, I've been waiting for it for so long. As yeah. I'm sure all of you have been. Yeah, Mad we've Max, talked a lot about it. Yeah. Open world survival game. What do you think, Skippy? What did you think of Mad Max? It's everything I hoped it, w- it was going to be and more. Um, it exceeded all of my expectations as well. I would like to spend, if we could, the next hour or so talking about Mad Max. Yeah. Unless there's something else that you, you think is worth talking about. Um, oh, God. What else happened? I feel like there is something. Oh, Jesus. I don't know. Uh, the new Splinter Cell. There's a new Splinter Cell? Oh no no no! The game with uh, Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, that one. Yeah, it's like it's kind. Of, it tries to be cute with like it's kind hey, of like twenty four. Like there's episodic missions hey, and stuff. It's cute. What? Hey, Skippy. Hey. Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain is oh, the most incredible game of all time. And oh my god, I could fucking come. Yeah, that oh. game came out, and uh, we've been having some fun playing it. Uh, yeah. Just a little bit. Where do bit you of, start? Bit Where do you start? <laughs> Well, okay, you're our, you're you're Ahab on the Pequod this week, so why don't <laughs> sure. you so why don't you uh, pick an angle for us to start from? Because there's so much to um, talk about. Oh fuck! Let's okay. How about this? So I was thinking, you know, since we like to stay negative on this podcast, let's say what we don't like about the game and just get that out of the way first. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh... The fucking helicopter, when it picks you up. Oh, hold on! You're... Before we before we go on, we should probably do a blanket <laughs> spoiler warning. Yeah, you're, I mean, if we're you're talking about spoilers, if you're interested in Phantom Pain, you're probably playing Phantom I, Pain right now instead of watching. But say, just be aware that we're going to spoil. Let's things. try not to spoil anything too major. Like, I, I well, we'll figure it out. We'll warn you if we're going to say something that we think okay. is spoilery. That's, yeah, that's fair. We'll say that. Uh, and if you don't want to know anything about the game, which is kind of how I wanted to go into it, like, I avoided any kind of even, like, gameplay stuff until I played it. Uh, you didn't uh, except Game Over well, watched, Greggy's like, Let's Plays? No, I did not. I watched, like, the official gameplay stuff that was released a while ago, but but nothing past that. Um, but anyway, yeah. Um, I don't think you can have a, a complete Metal Gear experience without Greg Miller. Oh, God. Go on. <laughs> the, um... The helicopter doesn't take you from place to place on the on the map. Yeah. <laughs> it also travels really slowly and it's really unnaturally slow. Actually, there's only like one scene in particular that that bothers me a lot is when like you're talking to Miller. It's like the first mission or something, and if you look outside the helicopter, you're like 20 feet up in the air, like going just like barely any speed at all, and it just looks ridiculous. I so the don't game even remember. The game sucks. That, I don't remember that happening. It probably did, but it does. 
It does happen. Oh, if we're getting the bad out of the way. Not a lot of bad, honestly. The, the only thing I can think of is having to go back to the aerial command center between side ops. You can't just Do you? take a helicopter ride. It's the same complaint as yours, basically. Mm, but yeah. that's where I notice it most, is when I want to... I finish a side op... And there's another side up on the other side of the map that I want to do. Yeah. To do that, you have to get in your in the Pequod, go up to the aerial command center, and then come back down. And you know, at first, uh, I was kind of annoyed at how much it requires you to step out of the action and like go back to mother base or go back at least to the command center. Um, but then I kind of realized like you'd need a break constantly yes. from from the actual game it, if you play too much of it it starts to wear on you really really quickly and not not like not not as, like it doesn't get old like it's awesome it's one of the best games i've ever played and and like i didn't even really consider myself that much of a stealth fan but this game has done stealth so well that i i i it's done it the best love it really i love it's it it's just the best yeah um but like if you try to do like multiple missions all in a row especially like the main storyline missions where where you're kind of it's kind of intense especially if you're trying to be stealthy oh yeah it, it's a lot to for your brain to do like it's a lot to just like like you need a break you need a breather to keep the to keep the flow of the game going and you, I think, you start I think to realize Kojima that even tweeted that like you might make sure have, you yeah. take a break on between the main it's, story it's missions. made me realize how much the lin- like metal gear the franchise has relied on its linear style where like it breaks up the action how it wants to break up the action and sometimes that that can be annoying like a cutscene that's super long and know you're solid four and stuff but at the same time, I think it's made me appreciate, like, okay, there's a reason there yeah. were so many cutscenes, even from a gameplay perspective, that there might have been some some logic behind that. Maybe it's overdone, but still. So uh, now that we're on the good, because that's basically already. all that's left. Uh, uh, yeah. So in the other Metal Gears, it chooses when the pauses in the action happen. They're scripted. They just happen when they happen. Mm-hmm. Um and this is just one of the many, many ways that 5 is a drastic improvement over 4 yeah. and really all of them. Like, the tapes. In 4, those tapes would have been cutscenes. You would have had to watch the characters talk to each other and say all those things for hours added up over time. The tapes, you can just put them on in the background and listen to them when you're walking from one place to another. You can break up the action but you don't lose control of snake you can still walk around you can look at things and it it fills up the time the what you say is the unnaturally long helicopter ride sometimes you can listen to tapes then which is one thing that eased my frustration there because at first i was like okay flying into mother base takes a while on this helicopter but then i realized oh i have time to listen to an entire tape during that time and so now that's just part of my routine that every time i'll go back to mother base i'll pop a tape on and learn just a little bit more about the story and when i'm walking around it's oh i could just talk forever about this game there's so much that's great about this yeah and the tapes you know conversely the tapes give you a reason to like go to mother base and just run around for a while because if you've got a few minutes of tape to listen to and you haven't explored the r&d platform then you can go look, pick up diamonds and look for doors and stuff in the R and D area while listening to tapes, and and that it's it's a really simple thing that not a, like I don't know I, I feel like a lot of games have already figured that out and they they do that in their own way, but the Metal Gear Solid franchise has always been so reliant on either cutscenes or codec conversations, which 
aren't cutscenes. They're just a conversation where you can't do anything except move the portraits around. Uh, and so now, like, Kojima has finally realized, well, I can just get that exposition out of the way while you can do whatever you want. Uh, and, and, yeah. and it seems so simple, but it's it works really, really well. And, and, and it, it, it adds a lot that, to, to how the like, story that is. That was one of my concerns going into it i mean they're not re- they weren't ever real concerns they were just oh i wonder how is this going to be perfect or is there going to be a little annoyance here and one of the things i thought that about was um the big empty spaces that okay there's going to be a lot of time when you're just sprinting or driving or riding your horse from point a to b yeah. with a lot of time in between but the tapes it's so simple but it makes those parts valuable. They're not just padding. Yeah. It's, it's time that you can use to get more into Phantom Pain. It's and, great. and mostly, I think, stuff isn't so spread out that, that any of that becomes tedious. Yeah. Even if you don't have, like, D-Horse or a car or anything, you, the, the, the world is nice to travel through, and everything is fairly close while not being, like... Not not absurdly close, not like Elder Scrolls close, <laughs> but like it, stuff makes sense. But but you never really feel like you're having to travel too far unless you're trying to do like a side ops that's on the other side of the map. Which in case you would just go to the command center and then go back down at, on a landing zone. But uh, yeah, I, that's that that adds a lot to 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 mm-hmm. how the like. And I'm I've I was a little worried. We we expressed our, our concern about how much story is there going to be, how much. Of that is really going to be in the game. Uh, it's it's snake. Does snake really not talk that much? And and he doesn't talk very much, but he does talk a little more in the tapes. He talks and, quite uh, a bit in the tapes, actually. Yeah, especially the early tapes. I think mm-hmm. lately, like I'm, I don't know how many hours, twenty percent of the way into the game, probably. You're twenty um, percent. Wait, what's the? Like that. Just so that we're on the same page, what story mission have you done last? I think it was like. 18 or 19 or 20 something like that okay when's the last time something huge happened uh nothing huge has happened recently okay all right um, keep that in mind. i think i'm a little farther ahead of you yeah you probably are because you've had yeah you've been playing today and you were already ahead of me last night i think so well, this okay so here's the story this is a minor digression from the phantom pain my power supply failed twice Oh my god! That's a nightmare. It it failed during the quiet cutscene that you've already seen if you've been keeping up with the trailers. Uh, yeah, almost all the cutscenes I've seen have at least partly been in the in the trailers, which is weird. Yeah, I okay. I don't want to spoil. I was about to spoil something, but I'm not going to. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so the fan, like, broke and started grinding and making this terrible sound. So I'm like, oh shit, gotta take care of this. I went and got a new. Well, not new. Refurbished power supply. Brought that back. It lasted a day, and then it died. And so I went like two days, phantom painless. <clears throat> oh man, this That's is like rough. holocaust. <laughs> this is like this is a holocaust, a personal holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> that that is rough. I I'm having my own issues that are a little more minor, but uh, but very annoying nonetheless. Uh, my game locks up a lot. Uh. Like especially while traveling between places in the, in the open world, um, and 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 it's not the kind of lockup that 
Like, it's a kind of lockup that can really fuck you over because your character will keep moving while it's, the screen is frozen and then it comes back and you're like running into a wall or into an outpost or something. Uh, so that, that sucks. And, and usually it isn't too bad, but every once in a while it gets kind of really bad. And, and I think it has something to do with my hard drive. Yeah, I haven't experienced one. anything like that. But while after the power supply failed for the first time, I um, replaced my hard drive cables with six gigabit per second ones. And um, I had a problem where certain menu elements would just take forever to load. I think that's like, more of an internet. Screen. I think that's more of a server problem, though. The, really? Yeah, the well, menu Even when I'm offline? I, it shouldn't make sense. So, so what will happen is you'll start the game and it'll say cannot connect to servers. Yeah. Playing in offline mode. And then it'll connect behind the scenes i don't know i think i, I think because because i had that problem too for for the first couple of days when it was the server problems were all happening and then they, they've completely shut down the servers in the last couple of days and i haven't had that problem since they're back up now okay well i haven't played online yet basically I've, i haven't played I built, connected. I built my very first fob a oh, couple really? of hours okay. ago yeah okay i'm excited <laughs> yeah excited. i haven't done that um uh, God, yeah, that multiplayer is going to be cool. I, I can't wait to. Uh, yeah, Michael um, on our mumble, he's done FOB invasions, and I don't want to. I don't want to hear about him before I do him. But to kind of shift gears, heh, uh, there's so much in this game that would be so many elements that would be so much worse, or at least more boring in another game. Like I was just thinking about the uh, the friendly soldiers on Mother Base. So. Uh, in another game, there's all kinds of games with friendly AI, like Ocarina of Time. What would Ocarina of Time let you do with friendly NPCs? You just can't hurt them. You swing your sword, nothing happens. Or in Skyrim, our favorite game, when you attack somebody, you instantly get wanted by the entire planet, and you're basically never supposed to do that. It's a terrible idea. Kojima lets you just beat the <laughs> shit out of your soldiers on Mother Base. And then they they stand up, collect themselves, and then snap into a salute. Thank you, boss. I love it's, that. It's so good, and that is so Metal Gear too. Just that that style of humor is so Metal Gear. I love like there's kind of like this running theme or running joke almost with with the series where Snake, everyone treats Snake like like almost like a child. Like they're just kind of going along with his bullshit. Like, <laughs> and someone pointed that out on Twitter recently, and it's like especially like. I, I haven't done this myself, but you can walk around in the bo- in the base with like your cardboard box with a with a anime girl on it, and they they salute you, and you're just in your little box, and and <laughs> stuff like that is just really funny. And um, I, and then I, my favorite thing that they do actually is uh, they constantly thank you for saving the animals. Yeah, <laughs> boss. Thanks for thank saving for, that puppy, boss. Thanks for saving that puppy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh god, it's so stupid. And, Boss, uh, I'm glad you rescued those animals. <laughs> um, have you pushed anyone off of a platform yet? I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> I didn't do that for a very long time, and then there was a guy. Like you, eventually you unlock the upper platform on the yeah. um, command center, and I landed up there, and they they were waiting for me with the solution. And one guy was just standing right in front of the ledge, and I just said, "Well, what would happen?" And I pushed him, and he fell off screamed on his way down it was actually like really dramatic looking fell on a light the light broke and then he smacked onto the ground and it was a it said mission failed and like uh miller got on the radio and yelled at me about going crazy or something like that but okay so you can't actually kill you can't just guys. kill them i i was That's i was fine. thinking That's that maybe fine. you could like just like twindle your num- numbers by going around murdering people but whatever yeah you can I mean, fire it, them 
Yeah, I think you can. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't done that. Though. I've I got um, a couple um, recruits with the troublemaker skill. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They'll they'll give your other troops PTSD. <laughs> that's what it says. In the that stuff is ridiculous. Like it was that stuff was actually pretty detailed in Peace Walker, but now it's absurd like how many different little specializations there are and how they can affect like that, that if you if you're into micromanagement you could spend hours trying to organize your base to be as yeah. efficient as possible i have just like i can get really deep into that stuff and waste all my time doing it and i've just like vowed not to do it pretty much uh, i i just kind of let the I game sort it out itself i haven't so much been vowing not to do it but with the auto sort optimize it's meant to optimize it yeah but everyone it's not exactly perfect. where they should go like because like you, you'll get like uh, somebody uh, with a certain skill and they put them in the wrong place yeah like if someone's rated like if someone's rated b in intel and a in support and you don't need any more support it'll still put them in support i think right, so like right. it, sometimes i do go in there and like mix things around a little bit if i notice that like my r&d seems slow or something but for the most part i just like to do what it wants um i love God, speaking, that of skills, speaking of skills i love encountering people with different skills in the field and then seeing them pay off. Like I ran into a a guy in one of the missions who had like an A-plus combat rating, and I I decided to hold him up. I got up behind him and I pointed the gun at him and he stuck his hands up. And then I put the gun down and I started to try to interrogate him. And then he just whipped around and tried to CKC me. Wow. It's, It's great. Like I've, I've had guys with uh, I think high combat skill. They won't say anything. Like if you do interrogate them, like they they're they're they keep their mouth shut more often and stuff. Like I've started to notice stuff like that. Definitely. Uh, yeah, this guy was like on... the gold bar that's like yeah, going off yeah. the chart. Like, oh, and some people have the boast skill where their skills look that. their skills look higher than they really are. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. What a stupid game. It's great. Um, it's so good. So who's your, who's your buddy? Who's your number one oh buddy? Oh my god. Buddy? I think I, I the one that I've been using I try to switch it around a lot. Um my favorite is D Walker. D Walker. Really? Yes, I love D Walker. D Walker is by far my least favorite. Oh my god, I love D Walker. Getting on him and 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 racing around on the ground with them like on the in the driving mode oh my god it's so I much like, fun i like doing that outside of missions but it's useful in missions though like because like okay you like put d walker just outside the combat zone or whatever and you're like trailing someone who's in a car or something like that you can just get on d walker and and run around and trail them and you know you've still got the ability to it's a lot. He's a lot like D Horse, which I would say was is the biggest problem. Is that like you can basically do all the things that you could already do on D Horse, but uh, I think he's more fun to drive around the D Horse. He's a little more controllable. D- he's also I faster. I will give you I that the D Horse is not as fun to drive around. Yeah, but when when I go D Walker, I lose the ability to get on the side, and I love doing that. I love just walking right through an outpost yeah. on the side of a horse. Yeah. Oh, there was one mission I did where people were meeting each other. It was like a secret meeting they were having in like the mountains, and it was super heavily guarded. And I, I just stood right in front of the entire like platoon of guards, just on the other side of the horse, probably two meters away. It was so funny. Yeah, I've 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 done that. There was that, this might actually be that same mission. There was one mission where. You're waiting for them to meet, and then they get in vehicles and they drive off. Yeah, uh, that was the one. Yeah, and 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 
so you're supposed you're supposed to take out a commander, but he's got really good skills, and so I wanted to Fulton him out. Right. And <laughs> but he's the second he's in the second car of a two car convoy. And my plan was I had D horse, and my plan was to shit on the road and make him spin out and then Fulton the whole car up. But the problem is that that first one would hit the shit and right. spin out, and then it would go, everyone would go on alert. And so what I ended up doing is C fouring the first car. Just killing everyone in it. And then the second car stops. They get out. They investigate. They they walk around for a few minutes looking for you. Then they get back in the car and they keep going. And then there's shit later down on the road. Um, <laughs> and they spun out and I fulted a whole vehicle full of people, which I was really proud of. <laughs> um, and, I, and it was also really just funny and goofy. I just uh, decided to do it before they ever had their meeting. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely one way to do it. But I felt like I wanted to. I wanted to, to stay. I, yeah, that, yeah. I, I wanted to stay in canon, you know, like because like I didn't know, I didn't know they were there. Like I try to almost like role play it for a little, like a little bit when I'm doing the stealth stuff. Oh, I try not I to, I try not to act like I already know what's happening if I'm like restarting a mission or something. I um, I probably, I'll probably give up on that if I, if I end up trying to go for like S ranks a lot and stuff. But they get pretty hard. Like yeah, the, some of them. Yeah, I, I'm not much farther than you, but what. I won't give you any details at all, but one mission that you're very, very close to is, like, super tricky. Yeah. It's not, like, punishingly difficult, but uh, it's it's way more challenging than anything else in the game. So yeah. Um, but anyway, what I was trying to do with that mission, the, the reason I brought it up is because I was trying to go between the cars with D-Horse and stay on one side, but the problem is the guys in the back of the front car were, like, looking backwards, and so they saw me, but I was going to, like, just split between them and shit on the road and walk away before the, <laughs> between the cars, but it didn't work. You know, um, speaking of the horse AI and how they detect you on it, I thought it was kind of impressive, because one of the attempts I did at that mission, uh, I was on the other side of the horse, but I moved wrong or, like, accidentally sat up, and I yeah. got a quick glimpse, and I got on the other side. And they're really intelligent of how they try to rotate around the horse, but it's, it's they, they the do it at of sharp angles. It's the opposite of whichever way you're looking. Oh, are you talking about the, the guard looking what? around the horse, or are you talking about the way that you... No, I'm talking about the guard, the guards. Oh, okay. Never so the, the guards, they noticed something was up, and so they started walking toward the horse. But it's not like they walk straight or they walk in a pattern that's easy to abuse. They started to move in a way that I really couldn't move the horse in any direction right. without getting detected. They, I thought that was cool. The AI has been very impressive so far. There's a few moments where it'll it'll act really goofy. Um, but for the most part, you can kind of expect people to act like a real person would to, to a limit. Uh, there's a limit where they don't investigate things that they should investigate and yeah. stuff like that just for gameplay sake. But, but for the most part, like you can kind of expect them to do what, what you would expect a normal human to do. And, and it makes it, it makes it fun to try to predict like what a guard's going to do and, and take advantage of that. And there's, there's, there's some unpredictable, there's an unpredictable nature to it, which, which keeps it exciting, but there's just enough predictableness to make it fun and, and satisfying yeah. to trick them. Um, and, and it's a really, really good combination of the two and, and God. So uh, I'm surprised at how much this game kind of evokes Metal Gear Solid three. Um, oh yeah, definitely. I don't know why, but I wasn't expecting that. It, the, the feeling of like crawling through the grass and like infiltrating a more like, uh, forested, I guess would be the word for it. Or like a, a kind of like there's more nature in this game than, than most of the, Metal Gear Solid games and yeah, Peace and Walker had and quite a bit of that, but still never yeah, felt but quite Peace like. Peace Walker felt more arcadey. 
Like it did. You run around and shoot people with your trank dart a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one has that feeling of like getting in the grass and then like going flat when like a spotlight goes over you and then crawling forward and like going under the bridges in the muck and stuff like the Vietnam kind of style. And I, I, I never get tired of that. I love it to death. There's a specific mission where there's a swamp and there's two spotlights that, that constantly trail over the swamp and you have to get to the other side. And I'm sure there's plenty of other ways to do it, but I just crawled through the swamp and it took forever, but I never got bored because it's like so uh, yeah. intense and there's like I, guards walking right over you on the boardwalks around it and stuff that ah, it's so, cool. I don't, I don't mind in this game just crawling super long. I never distances. feel like it's tedious, which is incredible because you would, I would like, Knowing myself, I would be like any other game attempted this. I would I would get so frustrated with it, but I never get tired of taking the long way around to try to sneak up on. Like I take my time. I I don't try to go for like the time bonus or anything like that. I just want to stay as stealthy as possible and do it smart yeah. and slow, I, and it pays off every time. I basically I love just it. ignore the the rankings. I go for yeah. always non lethal when possible, when always possible. stealthy when possible, but. Uh, I noticed I really don't mind getting caught as much. I still say I I will restart. Yeah, I restart a lot. I, I don't restart a whole. I don't. I don't restart, I restart as much as I thought I would. I restart less than I did in all the others. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Because uh, your I, your lethal options, or at least your loud or escape options, are so plentiful. Yeah. And, and fun. fun. Yeah. 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 You can um, have fun getting on a on one of the enemy walker gears and just sprinting off into the mountains. Like, yeah. It's yeah. great. Uh, I, I try not to restart unless like if there's just, if it's just set me up for this perfect stealth opportunity and then I ruin it because yeah. I accidentally jump out from cover or something like one time when I first got, uh, no, 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 this wasn't D Walker. It was D horse. I was in like a very, uh, industrial area infiltrating in like a really industrial area where D horse does not belong. And I was trying to make the knock noise to call over a guard. And instead I called over D horse and the guard was like right around the corner with like his flashlight looking for me. And I was going to see QCM and I accidentally called in D horse D horse. It's, it's, it was glitchy. D horse appears out of nowhere as he does, but usually off screen, but just like right beside me just appears and actually physically knocks <laughs> snake out of the corner and and bulwarks the guard instantly and i was like all right fuck this and so i restarted that that's great <laughs> but uh usually like that doesn't happen all that much and and once you get the controls down and you understand like how everything works it's so satisfying to do the stealth and it's it, it's rewarding and just ah i love it um it's amazing how few bugs there are yeah for a considering game that's them. open world and this big like Bethesda's classic excuse that they've oh, been fuck pulling that. out it's never been a good ever excuse. since they've been a company is well you know a game of this size there's always going to be some game breaking bugs fuck that Kojima did it there's no stupid garbage that happens and people falling through the ground and yeah there's that I have I have encountered very very few bugs and and it's a fantastic port 60 frames per second on like pretty much all high settings i think every once in a while 45 like there's a lot of lighting stuff going on but like uh it, it's it runs it, it looks better than any other pc game at least in terms of like how well it runs on the pc oh, uh, yes it, it, it's fantastic it's the i think it's the best looking game obviously there's 
there's crisis or things like that that yeah. are technically more realistic in some ways, but there isn't anything this open and huge and it's just sprawling. It, I mean, The Witcher Three. Good. The Witcher Three looks very similar, I'd say, like in terms of of graphical prowess. But but I think this runs a little better than Witcher. Um, Definitely. And, yeah. And and the way that they've the the world complements the gameplay very nicely where camouflage makes sense you can see the enemies but it doesn't you know they you don't necessarily need them to be highlighted to spot the, you know like everything just fits really well and and uh it looks everything really is uh, balanced really well too oh, and when it starts raining or like the sandstorm and the mist like those effects of like when the when the fog starts coming over and stuff yeah. That stuff. Have you been to Mother Base like at night in the fog? It looks yes. really good. Like, the, really cool. Being in the weather at Mother Base is so it's so cool. There's something I, about I it. I love he, okay. It's so comfortable. I know that's a meme. People say comfy games. Oh, sure. Whatever. Yeah. But this is a very comfortable game when you're yeah, at Mother it Base. Is. And especially when you're in the aerial aerial command center. Uh, and it's like storming outside at night, and Snake is just in his helicopter, and the camera moves very slowly and smoothly. And you get to see the pictures of your friends, and just casually go through the menus and develop some stuff, organize staff. This game has a really nice rhythm to it. Yep. I mean, like we said, you know, you go through like these really tense missions where you have all these close calls, and it gets your heart right right up, and and it's very tense. And then you get back in your ho- your helicopter, and you can literally just relax. And there's Kojima provides so many things that you can do that aren't tense, but that are helpful. That that actually like progress how you play the game and you're, stuff. Yeah, I, you're not it's wasting not just time. Filler. Yeah, you don't feel like you're wasting anything. Yeah. Kojima talked about uh, how when people think open world, they think oh, you go fishing and all these stupid mini games that are. I, yeah. I, I love the fishing in Ocarina of Time, but not <laughs> not. That's because it was unique and interesting then. There's not just dumb divergence in the Phantom Pain. The other things you do are all connected to Mother Base and yeah. building it up. Um, one one little thing I noticed is just the resource gathering. And this is, I guess, another another thing Kojima did really well that any other developer would have fucked up and made boring. There's no limit to the stuff you can carry. Snake doesn't have an inventory that has like a cap of how many of certain this type of well, it, all gets, it all gets sent to Mother Base. Yeah, it all just gets instantly <laughs> sent to Mother Base. So when, Which makes when, zero sense. <laughs> but you know what? Who cares? It, it serves a greater purpose because yeah. now there's no reason to say, well, I don't really need this. It's just right there. You press the button and instantly it's added yeah. to your resources. Like the, He makes gathering resources fun and quick, and it's not something that should be realistic. It's something that just needs to be there in as perfect a complementary form to the gameplay as possible, which he did. And there's so much like that. You could talk for hours about the little touches like that. Oh, it's all about the little... It's always been about the little things when it comes to Metal Gear Solid, and and this game has a lot of that, and it is is very well put together. I, I, I was not... I was very, very afraid that I it was being overhyped, that uh, it, it was going to be a great game that was going to be a little bit disappointing because our expectations were so high. But I think it is, it is if anything, I've, exceeded a lot of mine. I've gone on the record, I've gone on the record, and I said on some stream or another that I will be disappointed if this game isn't easily my favorite game. And I'm not disappointed. 
You know, I after playing here's here's the problem. After playing The Witcher Three, I don't even know if I can give this game Game of the Year yet because I loved The Witcher Three, and The Witcher Three evoked things that are very dear to me in the gaming <laughs> world. I'll, and I'll say, I haven't played Witcher Three. I'm going to, but yeah, I, uh, you'll probably like Metal Gear Solid more than The Witcher. I think The Witcher Three is especially. It's just it, it appeals to me in a way that it doesn't appeal to most people, I think. But um, but they are both phenomenal games. And God, 2015, just on those two games alone. But there's also tons of other games that are coming out or that have already come out. This year is one of the best years of gaming ever. Um, Bloodborne. It's amazing. Yeah, it's just an incredible lineup. Um, have you? I don't know if this is really a spoiler. It's like a little Easter egg. That you probably haven't found. Is it on the medical platform? No. It's just out in the wilderness. In a tent. No. Uh, I... I'm just going to tell you. It's not that big. It's, I think I know what you're talking about. And it's not even story related, is it? It's not story related. Okay, there you go. Okay, so on one of the radios, the, um, <laughs> the it's playing the narration, the radio yeah. narration from PT. I heard people talking about that. Yeah, that was that was so cool. Yeah, to just walk in there and and hear that that iconic voice that's like, and the father, two gunshots. It's very head. very like recognizable. I, I yeah. I'm I'm sad that I didn't just stumble on that, but I never probably would have. Uh, yeah, that's 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 really neat. <laughs> um, there's a lot of. Did you did you find the shitting tape? No, I've heard that there is. I don't remember where I found it, but there's a tape. <laughs> That's just a recording of a guy shitting. I didn't violently. know it was a recording. I heard there was think, a violent shitting at the moment, but I didn't know it was in a tape. No, actually, I don't. It's been a while since I played one. It sounds a little like the actual sound effects of Johnny shitting. In I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Solid. Either way, it's a it's a <sighs> tape of shitting. And I heard this is hearsay. I can't confirm this personally, but that if you're hiding in the the Porta Johns and you play the shitting tape, they won't like come in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would not be at all surprised. That's so cool. That's phenomenal. Um, <laughs> uh, so you, oh, fuck. so oh, you're in say. Africa already, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and okay. do you have quiet? Uh, yes, and I've used quiet, and quiet's a pretty good companion. I used quiet for like my most, by far, my most violent mission I've ever played. Um, you know, like I, I try to go non-lethal too. Mm-hmm. I'll kill someone if 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 the moment is right, but for the most part, I try not to kill anyone. And if I like. Especially if it's a side op, I don't care so much about like getting through it perfectly or anything. And sometimes I'll just let shit hit the fan. And it was a it's a big base with a lot of people in it. And one guy spots me, and he had a helmet on, and so I had to get quiet to shoot his helmet off so that I could shoot him in the head with a drink dart, which is awesome. It's so cool. <laughs> um, and uh, and then everything just shit hit the, hit the fan, and I just had quiet sniping people in the head all over the place and it was so violent because just like having these people get sniped from one angle while i'm like shooting at them from another angle it they start panicking like the the soldiers are panicking in a way that is really convincing and everything is just going fucking batshit crazy everyone's shooting in different directions it was the game that game lets shit go crazy really well and you don't even see it a lot if you're being stealthy which is fine it's perfect because when it does happen it's so cool uh 
I recommend just letting that happen at some point. Just let shit go fucking wild. It is really fun <laughs> when that happens. Yeah. Uh, I had quiet. I haven't been using quiet as much as I want to because I haven't developed her non-lethal sniper yet. Right. Once I get that, I'll probably use her more yeah. than anybody. Yeah. But, her um, lethal sniper is still fun. If there's, it's still it is. effective even as a non-lethal thing. If there's people with helmets, that 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 is effective. But uh, yeah, there was there was a guy. I was driving um one of the trucks. And there was a guy in the road in my way, and he saw me with the truck, and then I just have quiet headshot him, and then there's like that slight bit of delay, and it's right as I'm about to like run him over, quiet shoots him in the head, like just <laughs> watching that play out. There's something really, really cool about being it is there, really cool. and then seeing a guy very close to you get shot through the skull. It is really cool. Like I, I. I didn't actually really like Quiet's concept as a buddy that much, and I, I didn't use her for the first few missions where I could have. Um, and and when I finally did, I, I it kind of totally... It was just a different feeling than I thought it would be. It was way more fun than I thought it would be. I just thought it would be kind of lame having her be able to shoot anyone around you and stuff, but it ends up actually like... You feel like such a badass when you can just like point yeah. at someone and say, kill him. Die. <laughs> it's so cool. It is way cooler than like... I, I ever thought it would be. Um, There's, that that game makes you feel like a badass in a really good way, too. Oh, all the time. All the yeah. time. Sp- uh, speaking of things going crazy, and speaking of more things that Kojima does better than other open-world developers, <laughs> uh, in Fallout 3, or New Vegas, if you want to go on a rampage, you're going to be killing all kinds of important NPCs, and you really don't want to do it. So you just kind of... Quick save, go on a sure. rampage, yeah. quick load. This, when you're just in free roam, you're not getting ranked. There's no, there's no reason not to do yeah. whatever you there's want. There's literally no all the time. So you can just, I'm, I, I kind of want to just kill everyone at this outpost with mortars. <laughs> yeah, you can do it. It's great. Uh, I think it was mission eight. This is, doesn't contain story spoilers. Um, where you, it's the one where there's. Two tanks and then a truck in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, so I tried out with C4 and it kind of worked, but um, I wound up killing the guy and I figured, okay, if I just position it differently, it'll work, but I will i don't want to do it this way. So what I did is I got, um, I got the horse to shit and spin the thing out. And then while everybody's, like, confused, I, I'm in the town with the mortars and I just start laying fire down it's the everybody at the base sort of figures out wait a minute somebody's firing the mortars yeah (laughs) it's such a cool game that's it it is it's a game that gives you lots of stories like that yeah like like the first moment that i had where i was like holy shit i can't wait to tell someone about this was one of the pretty early i think it was like the first time you you see like an armored vehicle really and it's escorting a truck. And it might have been that mission, but I think there was only one. So I don't think it was that mission. Um, it's escorting, not a truck, like a Jeep. And it's got two guys and a prisoner in the Jeep. And they're going to take the prisoner to some base. And it said, like, okay, you can intercept it before they get to the base. And at first I was like, well, I don't really want to do that. But then, and I was kind of trailing them. And and, uh, and they stopped because there was some sheep crossing the road. And then the little iDroid comes up and says, uh, sandstorm incoming. And I'm like, holy shit! This is my this is my moment. This is my this is the perfect opportunity because they're already stuck behind the sheep, and now there's going to be a sandstorm, and I can just run straight up to them. And um, so I know the sandstorm's coming, and so one guy gets out to like 
lead the sheep. Like they get out of the the little jeep and they start like chewing the sheep off of the road, <laughs> which is cool. And uh, and I darted the guy in the jeep. I think it was the driver of the jeep. I I, I shot him in the head with the dart, and uh, and I didn't expect this to happen at all. The armored vehicle that's escorting them behind him honks his horn to wake the guy up. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other guy like turns around like what's going on and they start kind of like looking for me so i dart the other guy and then the sandstorm's coming in at this point and i run up to the jeep and cqc the other guy and then i'd see four of the the tank and this is all in the sand so that like <laughs> the, nobody has any idea what's going on and i take the prisoner out and that was so satisfying and so cool and just like it, the coolest part about that is it's all dynamic like it, that's never going to happen the same way for every person. Like it's always going to be different. I just got lucky that there was a sandstorm at the right moment for that to happen. And that's what made it feel so good is that it was just like, I took advantage of an opportunity that felt completely unscripted and just, just a, fell into my hands. It's a true sandbox action game. Yeah. There's, yeah. you have so many tools and they're all great and fun. And that's so impressive. That's unsurpassed in games there's yeah. nothing like it i've heard people Absolutely comparing nothing. like the, the closest comparison that i've heard people comparing it to is the, the the latest far cry games which are fine games but like the fact that that is the closest comparison is i think that speaks to how different yeah, no year is it's really in inimitable <laughs> yes indeed uh speaking of the sandstorms the lucky sandstorms those it's so fun when uh a, a sandstorm comes at exactly the right moment. Like yeah. I was scoping out a base that was pretty heavily guarded and, and had very few entrances. And there were some prisoners I had to rescue, and they were kind of out in the open in this base. And I was thinking, how am I gonna, how am I gonna do this? This is gonna be tough. And then a sandstorm blows through. I'm like, oh shit! And I, I just sprinted right <laughs> into the base. I used my bionic arm with that million dollar man sound effect. Yes. And just <laughs> knocked everybody out and ran out with the prisoners oh, while the sand was thing. there. It's oh my god! It's yep. I love it. Unbelievable. And you like, said you don't have FOBs yet, right? No, not yet. Okay. That's probably say? because I haven't been playing online. Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I, I was just gonna say another story. I'm not gonna say the whole story. It was just like there's one base that has like a target practice area in it, and there was a guy with a rocket launcher doing target practice. And uh, I stole his rocket launcher, and this was pretty early in the game, and I just wreaked havoc with that thing. And it's just, it's just so much fun to do shit like that. I love that game. I can't wait to play it more. We're, we're doing this podcast at five o'clock in the afternoon because yeah. we both want to play the game so There's, bad that we were just like, just come on, we got to do it because that's like Tuesday came around and we didn't even talk to each other. We didn't even mention yeah. it. Well, <laughs> well, you Tuesday, 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 my power supply yeah. was dead, and same for the day after, but. I remember yesterday, I think it was, uh, we were like, should we do the podcast? And then you're like, I just want to play Metal Gear. I'm like, I me too. Metal Gear Solid. Um, uh, and then like, I got home today and I messaged you like, let's just fucking do it. Let's just fucking do it. Come on. Yeah, get it out of the way. This is this is an event. This is yeah. a monumental event. This is the biggest, I mean, this is the biggest game release that that has affected me for a while. Like I, I haven't been excited, this excited anywhere near this excited for a game in a long time. Um, so it, it's cool to be kind of taken back to like those old, like 
Halo 2's coming out kind of yeah. feeling I it got. D- uh, oh, that, it does remind me of that. Yeah. Halo 2 specifically. Yeah, Halo 2 was a big day. <laughs> I, I, I think it might, it, I think it might have been Halo 3 for when I, I had just gotten my driver's license. I don't know if that was 2 or 3. I don't remember when they came out. But I, I, I drove to the store and bought it, and it was like a big deal. <laughs> so. I was still like in middle school when Halo 2 came out. Yeah, so, I, I was probably Halo 3 for me then. But Yeah, I was... That blew me away. This, yeah. though... I've been playing it so long for the amount of time I've had it. Like, just the density of hours played is so huge. Yeah. But I still don't feel like I'm really into it, content-wise. Well, you're like not. There's still the cool so thing. much that I haven't gotten or yeah. seen or even been aware that it exists. It's great. Yeah, it is. I mean, you can just look at the upgrade list and say, like, okay, there's all this stuff that I haven't even gotten, like, yeah, that's, any of the way that's through. That's another little... one of the little touches. Next to the development thing for the uh, weapons, it says 99. <laughs> yeah. It's like a constant reminder. Yeah. Look at all this shit that you, you have You can't possibly to get. get it down past 99 because it's always <laughs> so much shit. Uh, I, yep. Uh, I don't know. What else is there to say about Metal Gear? Uh, it's fucking so, awesome. Okay, well, I, th- I think... I didn't actually do FOB missions yet, but I think I've got a handle on how the microtransactions actually play into the game right. now. So the FOBs, they have like their own platforms. They have a command platform and an mm-hmm. R&D platform. So you speed up your R&D by having an R&D platform on an FOB. And if you really want, you can buy mother base coins with real real-world money and buy more FOBs and just build more R&D platforms and things like that. So the the net effect of it is you're not going to get more invasions from what I can tell. Um, it's still just like somebody will be invading your FOV and right. you're not going to get multiple at once. But yeah. Uh, yeah, all it does is speed up the development of things. I'm pretty yeah, sure. I, I was a little worried about microtransactions right before the release, but but I haven't even seen anything referencing them at all in it's the game very so subtle. far. It's, so. it's just in the pause menu, not the, uh, yeah, Android, I, there's but the, the store. Is that store. the store? I haven't, all yeah, it I is, figured that's what that was and just, all it, it is, is there's a list of like five increments of mother base coins to buy. And that's yeah. it. It's not like I, a I was big afraid store interface like, or anything. I, I was afraid like in the corner of iDroid, there'd be like, press X to no, buy credits like and, you have to, you have to like three different types of like base base GMPs that like depend on like whether you bought them or whatever. What was God. that game that had that War Thunder? Yeah, was War it? Thunder has three different currencies, which is just and and, and it, it they they all like affect each other and shit. It just it's so fucking ridiculous. Um, so I love yeah, glad I love isn't. overhearing. I'm just jumping from top to top <laughs> at this point, but there's so much to say. Uh, I love hearing people talk about big boss yeah i've only field. heard like one or two conversations oh in the field yeah I, on mother base they only have like a couple conversations i hear them repeated constantly but it does depend on like what you've done lately yeah um i i overheard a guy talking to another it was in africa two soldiers talking to each other and one of them's like i heard i don't remember exactly what he said but i heard big boss is active on this side of the border now and then the other guy's like Really? Oh shit! I hope that's not true. Yeah, uh, that's that's always fun. Uh, I okay. Uh, jump. Speaking of jumping conversation topics, um, have you been spoiled by the the introductory credits? Okay, so 
let's. I mean, yes, everybody has, but if you if you pay attention to him, yeah. Usually, I don't pay attention to him, but every once in a while, I glance at him and I'm like, wait, oh, okay, I do. That's showing up, I guess. I pay attention, but I like him. And I'm, I'm going to defend them. Okay. I'm going to defend them. So, it, it's, no other games do this, really, where they'll just tell you about character appearances that are coming up. Like, for example, it'll say, I won't say which mission or anything, but it'll say guest starring Skullface. Yeah. And the complaint that I'm hearing is that well, this spoils the mission. It spoils his appearance. But yeah. I saw that, and my immediate thought wasn't, well, why would they tell me that? My immediate thought was, oh, shit. When is he going to come in? And you don't know. And you go through the entire mission, and you're not really sure what's going to happen when. You've just got a dread. But because the missions are long enough, it's not always in the front of your mind. It kind of right, fades right. back. And then when it actually did happen, I was I was surprised. And then the way he was revealed through the cutscenes was also surprising to me. And so sure. when I when I see something like guest starring the skull unit, um I'm not like, well why would they spoil that moment? It's it, it puts a, a sense of dread into the missions and a gravity to the missions. Yeah. Um and they still they still manage to keep Big story developments and twists in cutscenes that do not have those credits. Sure, I there's so I do agree in the in those two cases, those two examples you gave. But there's one moment where I knew it was coming, and I wish I didn't know it was coming. I wish it was just a complete shock. But I think. Oh, hold on. Let's. I think I know what you're talking about. Um. Yeah, I think I, we should just say a spoiler warning. This is spoiler warning. Uh, yeah. Are sure. you talking about Sahelanthropus? Yeah. And okay. and and so it says that it says like featured mecha or whatever, which is always funny because it includes like Blackhawks and and tanks and stuff in the mecha category, which is yeah something funny to me. Um, I think Peace Walker did that too, but they they said yeah featuring that, and at first I was like holy shit okay I guess that's fine. Um, but then in the first part of the mission, you see it in its hangar. And then I think in the, that same mission, in the second part, it actually activates. Um, and I guess that first part kind of made me think, like, well, maybe that's what it's saying when it's saying it's featuring that thing. Um, but then I wasn't all that surprised when it came back, I guess. And and that would have been a really – it was still a really awesome moment, but it would have been a cooler moment if if it hadn't spoiled maybe. it. I might be just remembering wrong, but I didn't think it was the same one. I'm, I'm, I want to say it is because I want to say you follow Huey from that one base to the other base. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is the same one. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long, long, long mission. I don't know. I, I wasn't like shocked when it came back, but I, I wasn't necessarily. You weren't expecting it. Like you weren't like waiting for it to happen. Sure. But like right when. The cutscene kind of gives it away because it enters and, a cutscene, and when when otherwise it wouldn't, no, and you're like, okay, I guess this, something's going to happen here. Here's and then, something I can say that might ease your worry about this. I'm not there, worried. Well, <laughs> complaint, you whining, bitching, hemming, okay. hawing, whatever okay. you want to call it. Uh, there's unless I just missed it and wasn't paying attention, but I don't think that's what happened. There is at least one mission where it does not say 
Okay, I just didn't notice. I, I, I don't in. really look at the credits all that much. I just, every once in a while, I glance at them, and that was one of the moments that I did glance at it. But I've, I've seen a lot of talk about that, like, why did Kojima do this? But I do think that you have a legitimate point, and that, that's something that I thought about, too, is, like, knowing that the Skull unit was going to arrive on on a particular mission, there was one mission in particular where it just seemed like a ho-hum mission, and then it gave that little tidbit, and I said, oh, okay. And it made me more excited to play the mission. Uh, yeah. So I did I did actually kind of appreciate that. So, But, uh, yeah, that's... that's And in the end, that's so much. Like, we're not yeah, talking about... Yeah, and they still, they still managed to keep it surprising. Like, this is spoilers for, I think, mission 16 or 17, not major plot, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, not major. Where they're in like a truck, and you're you're supposed to deal with a truck and get the cargo in it, and then I had my horse shit in front of it, <laughs> and then the moment it spun out, like the really? slow unit just came bursting out of the back of the truck, and the whole area got covered in mist. Yeah, I blew up its escort, and then the truck kept going, which I didn't expect, and so I had to follow the truck to an outpost where it stopped. And then I just tranked everyone in, in the outpost, including the driver, and then it entered the cutscene. So mine wasn't quite as jarring as that. But Except my, mine was weird. So they all burst out of the back of the truck. And they not were, the they top? Like, like they burst out of the top, but then okay. they landed in the back of the truck. Or okay. Not in it, but behind the truck. Yeah. And it was misty and the low visibility, so I just ran up to the truck and drove it away <laughs> they didn't really? even follow me yeah that's you, how i completed that mission you didn't have to fight them i did not fight them <laughs> i thought it was a boss fight it's i guess <laughs> if you get caught <laughs> but they, really wow. they just they just came out of the truck and you didn't even alert them you i just didn't alert away? them i just walked up to it that's and i got awesome. in the truck and drove away <laughs> that's fantastic that you can do that Oh my that, god, that makes cool. me so happy. I, I love like know. I'm sure there's a ton of those kinds of things too. Like where where cuz like I even like really tiny stuff like in Ground Zeroes right before the like literally the day that came the game came out, I played through the main mission again just to make sure I got like an A on it or whatever just to see maybe that would affect something. But um I was playing through the main mission again and I extracted the prisoners before I went to Chico. And then, you know how normally that cutscene plays out is all the other prisoners wake up and start yelling to you to let them out. Yeah. Well, there were no prisoners. And so instead, like, a, a car comes up and shines its headlights on you. And even, like, the way the camera moves is different in the cutscene. It, it, that's cool. It's I a really, that. really, really small detail. But, like, it, that's it's cool that, 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 that they allow that to happen. And I'm sure there's plenty of instances, especially there's there's at least one thing major that I won't uh, it wouldn't be major spoilers, but there's no point in mentioning it really. But there's one thing in particular where it seems like you have a choice, and I wasn't even sure what the hell would happen if you didn't if you made another choice. But um, um, yeah, the 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 first boss fight, I guess. I guess you could call it a boss fight, although you could probably run away from that one too. Actually, I'm almost positive you can. Um, are you talking about? Okay, let's just spoiler. It's like yeah, we're talking about um, spoilers now. I guess. Quiet. Are you talking about quiet? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Can you? I didn't want to try it. But oh, you, you did actually... fight her? Oh, okay, no. Oh, okay. I fought her. I fought okay, her, of course. Okay. But can you actually pull the trigger and just kill her right there? I'm sure you can. Because they even, like, made the angle similar to Metal Gear Solid 3's ending and stuff. Like, yeah. it was it was basically implying that you could pull the trigger right there. I uh, guess so. And it wouldn't, like... They were sitting there, like, arguing about, like, what choice to make. Like, I don't think that they would do that in the cutscene where you didn't... You couldn't make a choice yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I okay. imagine what happens is probably, like she swats it out of your hand or something like that and there's like a little CQC well, segment. That's what I would think. I Well, I don't know because I haven't tried it, but I thought 
Kojima said a while ago that you can just not have quiet. I'd be shocked if they let you just feel quiet. You know what? I wouldn't at this point. I would not be shocked. I'd be shocked. I'd be a so little bit surprised. Stuff after that, I'd be a little her. bit surprised, but I would not be shocked. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could miss the puppy. Although that, okay, I'm sure, that was other, weird. I'm sure it reappears, but I, like... I want to talk about the puppy because that was kind of strange. Uh, you know how in the trailers there's like the mother dog and it's dead, and uh, then yeah. the puppy walks up and it's all cute and sad. For me, it was like the second mission or third mission. Yeah, I was just like Very standing early. around, and then Miller gets on the radio and he says, "A puppy. What are you gonna do with it, boss?" And I'm like, what? And I look down, and then there's a puppy there. And I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't know he was there. I was sprinting around on my horse between missions, and Miller came on the radio and said that. And I said, oh shit, that's that puppy. And the and the I already knew, you know, about D Dog. And so I turned around and had to like look for him. <laughs> it was really yeah. Yeah. It's weird the way I feel like that they've kind of they changed that at the last minute or something I, and didn't quite perfect it. I appreciate um, though. That's one example, probably the sloppier. One of the one of the sloppier examples. There's a few it. times but where like, a lot it comes of things... on the radio and it doesn't seem right, like the things that he's saying. That's true, but that's not what I was about to say. That there's, um, there's moments that were in the trailers that have been changed, but not completely. Sure. Where they'll subvert your expectations, yeah. expectations that they carefully built up for years with the yeah. trailers. Which is cool. Especially it's a very in that, Kojima in the thing prologue. to do. In the prologue, there's a yes. few moments in particular where you're like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and speaking of that prologue, that was one of the most incredible openings to the game. Holy shit. I've, I've heard people complain about it being too long, but no, I, that's what that. I loved about that was it. I loved awesome. that it just kept going and going and going, and you were so exhausted by the end of it. That's how it should make you feel. I loved it. Um, it didn't let you just leave. It did not let up. And, uh, and, and Okay, so... You know God, the it was original. Confusing. I was the, hoping for answers. Yes, yes. <laughs> the original trailer, the original trailer for Phantom Pain, back when it was Moby Dick Studios' yep. debut game, The Phantom Pain. Uh, it flashed all those questions on the screen. That was like, "Where am I? What's going on? Why yeah. is this happening to me?" Those were kind of. I knew Kojima wasn't going to fuck anything up because he just doesn't do that. But those feel like kind of stock questions that could be yeah. any kind of game with mystery like I thought those or intrigue. might just be to help yeah. keep up the mystery of like the what the game is and the tone but really those i i was like how much of this is really happening is, yeah is totally. all of it is this metaphorical is this me is this somebody else and let's talk about the the facial creation what the f- i still have no idea I, what that was what was happening there what i think it was no idea I don't even okay. know if I'm Snake right now. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah. So what I think happens there, and obviously because it's in question how much of that opening is really happening or the game. I, I'm going to assume all of it. But, I'm going to assume there was a big fiery whale that just swallowed a helicopter. I'm going to assume well, that that's, that's what weird, happened. Well, that's weird because every time the man on fire shows up, Psycho Mantis is with him. Yeah. He's definitely like controlling him or something. Yeah. Yeah. But he but, seems real because he's murdering people. That's true. <laughs> it, okay, it, so, never, it never tries to imply that he isn't real. Uh, I don't know about that. It's it's weird. Like, you, you're never, like, around 
credible characters. Uh, Ocelot, there whatever. are no credible whatever. characters, I guess. Whatever. Oh, yeah, Ocelot. Yeah, exactly. Ocelot. And they even talk yeah. about him in a tape. They That's talk true. about the man That's on true. fire. So okay. he's got to be real. Yeah, he's real. Um, well, oh. you can also say that Psychomantis is uh, fucking with their heads, too. But yeah, yeah. It's, he's probably real. He's probably real. Anyway, um, the facial thing. I'm pretty sure what happened there is the doctor was going to change your face to hide you and then quiet you pick what you want your face to look like and then before the doctor does it he shows you the mirror and he says you'll never look like this again and then quiet kills him before he can change your face i'm pretty sure that's what that scene that's what literally happened in that scene okay there obviously there's all kinds of other stuff that it could point to or indicate but I think that's what literally happened. So I've been meaning to look up someone else's playthrough because the avatar that I made was similar looking enough to Snake that I couldn't tell if it was the avatar or Snake in like the few seconds of looking in the mirror at when he says like when after you choose the avatar because it, if I remember correctly, Snake doesn't have an eye patch, right? He's just got like. He's like he, he in the in the original one the bandages were covering up one eye but I think he had both eyes uncovered uh, in the prologue I'm pretty sure I don't know what you mean by the original one the in the uh, in the trailer in the Moby Dick Studios trailer oh yeah yeah uh, I, I, yeah I, that's changed from the trailer in in the game they sh- they show you the other the fucked the up other eye. eye but it's fucked up yeah. It, but I couldn't. But my avatar also had a fucked up eye, <laughs> so I wasn't sure if like it, like it seemed to me that like he did part of the surgery and not all of it or something. I, I was really confused. But then my confusion was only intensified when what's his name shows up, whatever he calls himself. I guess Ishmael uh, shows up and and I that and was he's so... obviously Snake. Like he is Snake. He is also yes, Snake. He's Kiefer Very Sutherland. Obviously. obviously. I couldn't tell, though. It looked like he was the avatar I created under the bandages. I thought that was possible. And so that's what I was thinking, and that's what I'm still thinking, is that, like, the avatar... So my first thought... I would, so many things were running through my head, like, what if this is happening? What if this is happening? My first thought was, okay, you've created an avatar, and that is actually Snake. And the person that you are playing is, for whatever reason, some kind of clone body double whatever the fuck metal gear craziness uh that that they've planted in the hospital because we still don't even know like a like quiet shows up to kill you but she's actually gonna like kill snake and so it's like maybe she's, she's after wearing, the other guy or something an, quiet is wearing an xof uniform yeah and uh and and then and then you know from the moby dick trailer everyone was saying well the, the other guy who's voiced by Kiefer sutherland is obviously um your in your imagination he's not real yeah it doesn't seem in this one he seems real because it's totally fights quiet it's strange on fire (laughs) it's strange because there's so much that's strange about him because sometimes he does things that would indicate yeah he's clearly real yeah he, I'm pretty sure he pisses himself. Well, he doesn't piss himself. He's, oh, he's it lying. Looks like he, it, it looks, looks like, like it. Yeah, okay. That's right. That's right. And then, but, and then Huey actually pisses himself later. He, throws, like, oh. he throws stuff at Quiet. Um, but you, like, black out for a second. And then when your vision comes back, she's he, just on fire. Because he yeah. did that. And then, um, he throws another one on her. He, yeah. And then 
there's that scene after the man on fire or maybe before it when he like kind of just pops up on the other side of the window where he shouldn't have had time to get there and it it doesn't quite look right and then he just kind of drops out of the he he's gone he just vanishes he drives the ambulance and hits me the man on fire with the ambulance so like but then he's gone he's what yeah, happens he, to he just disappears, but he, but you blacked what I'm, out. What I'm talking about is, I don't remember exactly what point near the Man on Fire sequences happens, but he, like, pops up behind a piece of wall on the other side of the room where he clearly wasn't over there. I think I know what like you're talking weird, about, and I don't think moment. it was weird to me. I think it, I think he, to me, it, that seemed like he could have gotten over there, but I I don't know. I, I, I kind of want to just go through it again and figure out, yeah, I need, uh, figure I need out a little more of what's going on. But that shit was crazy. That that that, really that was. made a lot more questions than it answered. It didn't for, answer anything. For how much of that hospital scene we've seen already before the game, they it still was yeah. so cool and so surprising. Yeah. Um, and they didn't. I was uh, surprised and a little impressed. This is another one of those things that they changed from the trailers. Is there? We didn't see that scene where Snake is being defibrillated. That I guess is that's just the end of Ground Zero. I think that um, that's yeah. I've decided that that's the end of Ground Zeroes. But there's there's a very there's a that's the thing though. They show you that scene in like it's a you, it's clearly not in the game engine in Ground Zeroes. It's it's a trailer for yeah. Phantom Pain. But I yeah, guess that's is. just yeah. the canon appearance of that scene. Yeah, um, maybe. Or I, there is one moment. So I'm about to say something that might be a major. I'm not. I won't say it if it's going to be a major spoiler for you, unless you want to hear it. And, and I say major. I say major spoiler, but it's it's Is almost like optional. I think you could go through the whole game without even knowing it. Are you okay? It's just something you d- can discover. It. It's something that you can discover, and it has to do with the events of Ground Zeroes. You Is probably haven't thing? discovered it. No, you probably haven't discovered it because it is very hidden. And I'm, I was shocked when I found it. And I'm, I'm, I'm considering whether I'm going to tell you what it is or whether I'm just going to let you discover it yourself. Because it was, it was really fascinating to discover it. And I, I, that feeling was really cool. And I, I kind of don't want to ruin that for anyone. Ball, but, ball but the is thing it that like you tapes? Just, no, it's not a tape. And it's, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you haven't discovered it yet. Okay. Um, I'll give you a – I don't even know if I want to give you a hint. Of how to discover it. I kind of wanted you to just stumble on it, but I, I get the feeling that people could make it through the entire game without realizing that this is even possible. Uh, yeah, drop a minor hint. On Mother Base, uh, most of the... like, you, you can run up to a door and it won't do anything, but yeah. there are some doors that have red lights above them, and when you run into them, they go... Like the old like yeah. Metal Gear Solid doors. Sometimes those lights will be green. Okay. <laughs> That's my hint. Um, okay. By All the right. way, in Ground Zeroes, this is another thing that this is totally, totally shifted gears for one second because I mentioned I wanted to mention this last week. I think I played when I played through Ground Zeroes again. I was playing the Deja Vu mission where you like recreate mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid stuff. There's a there's most of the buildings in Ground Zeroes you can't go inside. You know they just have like doors textured over the wall. But if you run up to those doors, they're just textured over the wall. It makes that sound. <laughs> Someone, the Deja Vu someone, yes, someone went in there and that programmed funny. that to happen on doors that don't actually work in the game. I, that, I thought that was hilarious. Um, but anyway, yeah. So go through that, and I want to talk to you about that because it is okay. It, yeah, you don't have to say anymore. It's it. weird. Uh, 
it's really weird. Like, it's one of those, like, it took me back to that first prologue, and it's like, is this a dream? Like, what the fuck is happening? Shit, shit is weird. Uh, And I want, I can't wait for more. I've been, like, running around Mother Base looking at those doors over and over to wait for them to turn green, because I, there's, there's a lot of them. There's, there's not a ton of them, but, like, I think there's at least one per platform, maybe. Um, I haven't visited all the platforms. I don't think, uh, not like the uh, not the expansion platforms, but like R and D right, and stuff. Right. Um, and yeah, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what's behind some of these things because that one was shocking and and it was really unexpected because I didn't even know if I was going to be able. Like I I remembered I was doing the shooting practice in the medical thing and I noticed the red lights above the doors and I said, "Huh, that's different." And then I tried one of them and went, Dang it. and I said, "Like, huh, I wonder if that's going to unlock." And then I looked at one later, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's a green light." Um, so that's that's really cool. Uh, God, what an interesting game. <laughs> I I there's there's so much more to say, but I kind of just want to play Metal Gear. <laughs> yeah, God. Uh, we're, I'm trying I to mean, think if there's anything like major that we haven't even really mentioned. That's really just bound to be. Have you hunted the bear in Afghanistan? Yes. Yeah. What the fuck? Did you have as much trouble with that as I did? Probably not. I thought it was okay. easy. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know if this was a glitch or if this was a game mechanic because I've had other games that do this. I think World of Warcraft did this. So to def- defeat the bear, what I did is I crawled up on a rock. and Or my first attempt. This was my first attempt. was to crawl up on a rock with a trank dart and just hit it in the head over and over and over with a trank dart. And it never went to sleep. And I said, like, what the fuck? Do I have to upgrade my trank darts or something? This doesn't seem right. Is this glitched? So I just pulled out my gun and started unloading on this bear. The whole bear was red, covered in blood. It was fucking violent. Uh, and I was shooting, 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 shooting in the head. And it's making that headshot sound over and over and over. And I go, okay, this is obviously glitched. And then it finally died. And That's I said, weird. like, okay, there's something weird going on. And I gave up on it. I said, okay, I must have to get like a trank rifle or something to defeat the bear. And then I finally like Googled it and, and nobody else was having any issues with I it whatsoever. I had no trouble. Yeah. I just, I walked up to the bear, I tranked it, and then it, it started coming at me and I dived out of the way and I kind of played ring around the rosy around yeah. the rock. And it was, it was just a basic and thing. That is literally everyone else's experience there <laughs> other than mine. I, I unloaded an entire gun. I also got the, the, the rubber bullets gun and started unloading on it. With that. It was fucking violent. And, uh, and so then I went back. And I think it was because I was standing up on that ledge. I think the game said, no, you're cheating. Because the bear couldn't get to me. And so it made it so that I couldn't kill the bear. I, that's my assumption because other games have done that that's, before. That's but weird. that doesn't seem very metal It doesn't seem like something it would do. It might have just been a glitch. But it did eventually die, which was weird. I don't know. But then, yeah, the second time it I It seems no like a glitch. Like, I, don't, I don't think Kojima enforces fair play. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, so <laughs> that, was, that was kind of bizarre. Speaking of violence against animals, though, <laughs> I saw a, a clip of... Um, this is no spoilers at all. <laughs> Snake is lying prone on Mother Base. And then D-Dog as a puppy is there, oh. yipping and yapping in front. And he's lying down in front of him. He presses the CQC button. Just a massive slap. Oh, just no. bam. And he goes rolling <laughs> this puppy. <laughs> I, I, I tranked. DD as a puppy. I felt really bad. I kicked him accidentally. <laughs> I was I, by I my feet too, when I, I was, He was by my feet when I was trying to beat up a soldier. <laughs> and I snaked trying to abuse someone else. Uh, oh, that's good. That's yeah. Good. What that's a good game. game. 
What a good game. Have you been trying to capture a lot of animals? I've been... Yes, I've been populating my animal conservation Where platform. is the animal convers- conservation platform? Okay, it's a separate thing. Um, when you're in the, the helicopter on Mother Base, you press Y or triangle, yeah. and it takes you to the conservation platform. It's not part of the same thing. And I'm pretty sure that's because it's so big, and it has so many platforms that didn't want to make it part of the same So you don't press structure. you don't press X to take you to another platform. You press Y? Uh you press X and then And it, then you select like, it on the map? No, no, no. You press X and then it it shows you the other platforms of your mother base like yeah. R&D and medical. And then in the top right of the screen it says press Y to go to animal conservation uh, platform. Wow, that's really hidden. Okay. I knew it, I knew it existed. And I've been like looking for it, and I couldn't find oh, yeah, it. And I figured right I had to capture more animals. Yeah, it's probably full of animals right now because I've been capturing a ton. I loved, I loved the little. It didn't need to happen, but I loved the little explanation they gave for why the animal conservation platform was there. It's like an it's NGO. Pretty goofy. It's and, yeah, pretty silly. but I like it. Like, yeah, an NGO everything needs an explanation. Everything, everything needs an explanation. And but you know what? This game. This game does it so much better than four. Sure, yeah. It, does, Not, it like, gives you the explanation. Yeah. It gives you those explanations in the forms of tapes. If you don't really care uh, how he got from the Caribbean to Cyprus, then you don't yeah. have to hear the reasoning. But I cared, so I listened to the tape. It's great. Oh, it's handled beautifully. Here's something worth mentioning. Uh, Kojima, this is going to contain minor, minor spoilers about Quiet. Uh, Kojima said, uh, <laughs> I remember him tweeting, you're all going to feel really bad about saying that Quiet is slutty or whatever uh, when the real reason for her for her uh, clothing is revealed. And then the real reason for her clothing being revealing is because she has to breathe through her skin? Well, it's... <laughs> I think I don't think it's it's obviously goofy, but I think he's still kind of right. So I, I'm pretty sure it's the it's the product of experimentation of some kind, most likely. Um, we'll see. Yeah, I, I have a feeling there's going to be more about a character that's revealed but, about something. But but even in that scene, what what got me not like got me crying or anything, but, <laughs> okay. but what what made me sort of see where he was coming from with that comment is that she doesn't. Uh, breathe or drink or eat yeah like some basic functions and pleasures that she can't enjoy because they've been taken from her i guess um i can i think it's just an excuse to get her naked not being able to talk you know what i don't mind that either i I think but i I think it's both i would i think it's a healthy dose of both i just think it's funny that kojima tries to say that people are going to feel bad for saying he just wanted her to be naked and he's like vague about it as if it's going to be like oh my god she was like she had like she was raped or something it was something terrible happened to her and it was like no she has to uh, breathe through her skin so she can't wear clothes but you know what i like it it's oh, not fine. i'm fine with it. i know I you're fine with shit. it but what i'm saying is i think this reason for being sympathetic is a much better reason than her just being traumatized sure. by something uh, uh, yeah cuz uh, every character is like that also to keep with our theme of just jumping between shit, mm-hmm. her boss fight was really cool. Oh, that was great. It that was like was, the end. In, yep. Uh, That's immediately what I thought of the end. I wish it wasn't... 
I wish it was a little less like open. Like I wish it was more like the ends area. Uh, although in some ways, it, I don't know. Oh, no, it's I, a payoff. I strongly disagree. Yeah. I, I think that that area being so open was what made it so incredible for me. That it was she's a sniper, but okay. So one thing that always got me about the end is that the end is a sniper, but he, you're engaging him in like a very dense. Yeah, area, and there's yeah. still stretches where he has good visibility, but it you can sneak up on him pretty easy. Quiet, she's a sniper. She's choosing to ambush you in places in a place with very little cover, uh, with huge expanses of fields and plateaus and um, valleys that you're also vulnerable in. I thought it was an incredible boss fight. It was really cool. Uh, it was shorter I, than the end, and I it, think that's yeah. that's fine because the end it's. it's incredible boss fight and it's brutal length is part of what makes it so memorable it i'm glad that they didn't just try to imitate that they they made it its own it's its thing own thing yeah that definitely reminds you of the end a lot yeah which is also great yeah it, it, that it it was really cool uh the, just the first like when i first realized like oh shit this is going to be like the fight with the end and like i saw her like up on the platform on the far end of the arena and i was like oh cool this is like a boss fight right now uh, and that's like the first boss fight too so it's like or like the only one that i've really had other than i i guess you can count the skull unit the first I time i think it was unit. a boss fight i think it's just a boss fight that you ran away from and got away from uh well no, I'm, not talking all... about, I'm not talking about that one um oh the are first you time about... The Wait, first hold time on, was. Hold up, hold up. Are you talking about the cave, or are you talking about the? I truck? was talking about when I engaged them with the truck, because that's the only time that I had like okay. a real fight with them. Because like after the cave, I shot them twice with the homing rocket, and they were all clustered together, and they all died, or not really? died, but for me, jumped away. For me, they scattered pretty quickly, and I was getting chased by several at once, and they would teleport up to me, and I was ripped off, like, I guess, because like I, it was literally I like I, were. I ran around for a little while, and not a little while, I ran around for ten seconds, and then Ocelot said, "If only we had a homing device," and and then I pulled that out, turned around, they were all four of them were right there shooting at me, and I shot once and twice, I didn't even lock on. Yeah, they were done. That's definitely not what happened for me. That was like a a pretty significant encounter. Like that yeah. was that was clearly the, first the boss fight. The second one was a very significant encounter for me because I I got a rocket launcher dropped in, but it wasn't as powerful as that as the, as the honey honeybee or whatever. And uh, and then I got on the D Walker and I was like, run. It was actually fun and it lasted a little while, but it, it was it was way different. Uh, and I had a pretty good little fight with him on the D Walker. Uh, so. Yeah, that, that's that's really funny that the, those encounters can go so differently. Yeah, definitely. I just I'm didn't have a second fight with them. I'm wondering <laughs> how much stealth could be an option there too, because like I, they didn't notice me at first either when I when they came out of the truck. I was like already like down and hidden, and it was nighttime, and they didn't, so they weren't alerted. But and this is something I've noticed. This is actually a problem I do have with the game, uh, and I understand I think why it exists, but I don't like it. Uh, Enemies magically know where you are. They just act like they don't. Have you noticed that? No. I have noticed that. Uh, It's not as common with the ground soldier people, although it does still happen with them. But three of the four skulls, when I was hidden at the beginning of the cutscene, started moving straight towards me. They They were slumbering as if they didn't know where I was but they were all headed straight to my position. And then I started crawling away and they changed direction to follow me. Uh, so that happened. And then I've also had it happen with like just the common unit where like 
Well, especially if you use if you used C four and had them all just like look in your direction instantly. That that'll the happen skulls too. Or the Not the skulls, the regular people. I haven't had them do that with C four either. I've had that happen for sure. Like there was one moment in particular where I, I actually that first that the thing I was explaining earlier where there were the two trucks and I blew up the first one. Um, when I when I blew them up, they all got out at first and then it blew up and killed them. But they got out and they all aimed straight at me. And I don't know if they could see me. But they definitely knew I was there, you know? Um, Did it happen after that? After I blew them this, up. This, this is never... No, I mean, did it happen again? Like, did it happen any other time? I haven't tried it again. But I've, I've, never, had, I've had other instances where it's like, oh, is he's really going to head straight towards me, like, right here, where, where there's no way he knows where I am? I've had moments like that a lot. I don't know. I, I haven't had anything like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but I just haven't seen that. I, uh, it's, skulls... It's, Again, I didn't have that encounter with the skulls, yeah. so I can't say. But uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think that they were just stumbling towards me. Huh. In either the bridge scene or the um, the first fight that I had with them. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no a, there's doubt. There's a section. There's a section in that fight where you use the honeybee, where the uh, the mist gets pretty heavy, or the sandstorm yeah, yeah, comes. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And you hide, or I hid. <laughs> Um, I don't know. You probably didn't. You just fucking annihilated. Them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it it. Oh, I don't know what I'm saying. But they didn't seem to do that. Right. I I, I, they definitely did it for me. I'm wondering if that's kind of like an anomaly of the AI, where like every once in a while it programs that to happen or something. But three of the four of them were for sure following where I was going. Um. But uh. Yeah. That that bothers me because it's, it feels like the game's cheating, and I don't like that. Uh, but it doesn't happen that often. But like, I, I sh- maybe you'll start noticing it after I mentioned it. But like, there's been multiple moments where, like, say I'm on one side of the base and it's a huge base, and I shoot out a light on the other side, and someone notices and calls in on the radio, and everyone goes into alert mode and starts running around with their rifles out. I'll notice that like a significant number of them, maybe even most of them, will just start patrolling in my area more than the rest of the base, and they'll start using their flashlight where I am rather than anywhere else. And they can't possibly know where I am. Uh, I really it, haven't noticed this. You'll, maybe you'll start to notice it. I, what, I, what I do know is that um, they still hear the suppressed gunfire. Yeah, they do. Uh, depending not... on the circumstances. like I've, I've shot lights out right beside people, pretty much, and had them not notice. I, I haven't really figured out what controls that. I know there's something that maybe you can predict, but... like. There's been moments where they've called in an alert because I've shot a light out, and there's been other moments where nobody's noticed, even though they were standing like in the light. Uh, that's weird, but you know, at, at the very least, we're at the very least, it's infrequent enough that I haven't even noticed it at all. Yeah, yeah, uh, but it. I, I, I'll be curious to, to know if you if, to see if you notice because yeah, yeah. I I'm almost 100 percent positive that it happens. Like it's not my imagination. Like it's not just like my yeah, bias of like them kind of being in my area, but it does seem to be happening. Uh, and it, it does bother me a little bit, but again, nitpicking, uh, I'd also be interested just to know like what the logic behind that is. I wonder if it's manufactured to be a little more tense than it actually is, because what are the chances that the soldier is going to walk right by you? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they, they want that to happen more often, but that could be, yeah, but the the C four thing I think is just a glitch basically, and 
I don't know what would have happened if the truck hadn't exploded and they would have all died. I wonder if they were just looking at me right when it exploded and then they would have gotten into an orc mode and gone all over the place because it seemed like it seemed like they they, they didn't fire a shot, but they all aimed right at me with the exclamation points above their heads. Um, so yeah, it was weird. And I've had that happen, I think, in Ground Zeroes, too, where I blew something up with the C4, and all of a sudden everyone's looking at me. Um, so, I don't know. I, I'm gonna, I might experiment with that and just see if that that's like if I can replicate it or not. Um, so, anyway, I, I was going to say, do you want to talk about news? I'm no. going to rush through. I'm going to rush through some news. Real quick. Real quick. I'm going to rush through. Okay. Lightning round. Lightning round. Um the biggest news, and maybe the only news, because I haven't seen a lot of stuff Mad happening. Mad Max came out. <laughs> Mad Max came out and got six out of tens. Nobody surprised. Although I was thinking that could be a cool game, but Warner but Brothers not. does not know how to make a game that isn't Batman. Because they uh, all make them basically Batman, but not as good, because they're not Batman. Well, they, they hired a good developer to make Batman, and then they yeah. try to and hire then they other say, developers like, all right, do to make what Batman. they did, but... Do it the same way and do it with uh, do it Mad with Max. Shadow of Mordor. Do it with Shadow. Do it with yeah. Wait, Lord was of the that Rings. WB? Yeah, that was Warner Brothers. Okay. Yeah, definitely. And and also, have you heard of Far Cry or have you heard of Assassin's Creed? Do the do that too. Uh, really annoying stuff. Just put it all in there. It doesn't need to be like a Batman game. Mad Max does not need to have Batman fist combat. That's weird and it just doesn't work. Um, but anyway, that's not even what I was going to talk about. Um, Machinima. Uh, the Federal Trade Commission has, well, I don't know if they've, Machinima settled, I think, with the Federal Trade Commission in a case about uh, Microsoft paying them to promote their games and Machinima not dis- disclosing properly that they were promoting those games. Uh, so basically, and I think anyone who understands how the world works and isn't a complete fucking idiot would realize that a lot of these promoted channels on YouTube are yeah. only posting about that game because they're being paid to post about that game. Like I've seen, I've seen channels, uh, dyslexy. He's a, he does Arma videos all of a sudden. And this is the only time I've ever seen him upload a video that isn't about Arma. He uploads some dead space three videos and it's like, Oh, <laughs> I see what you're doing. And then there's a bunch of other YouTubers, some of which I personally know who are like, yeah, I'm going to do a Death Space 3 video just real quick. And it's just going to be a thing. And I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> like you, you can see these trends happening. And and that was EA, so that's a completely different case. And not Machinima either. Um, but yeah, Xbox, unsurprisingly, paid Machinima to promote some of their games. And Machinima's a, a few of the Machinima partners didn't disclose that they were... Like, I think Machinima's official stance on it was like... Well, we give our creators the option to disclose it, but it's up to them whether they want to do it or not, basically. Uh, or maybe they even recommend it or something. But but yeah, people were posting their videos without saying that they were doing it because they were being paid, and et cetera, et cetera. I'm reading the official FTC press release about it. They say, a California-based online entertainment network has agreed to settle Federal Trade Commission charges that engage in deceptive advertising by paying influencers to yeah. post YouTube videos endorsing Microsoft's Xbox One system. And this is the little quote from um, somebody from Bureau of Consumer Protection. When people see a product touted online, they have a right to know whether they're looking at an authentic opinion or a paid marketing pitch. That's yeah. true whether the endorsement appears in a video or any other media. And you're right. You'd be an idiot to not <laughs> think that this is happening. 
on but principle, it's not, though. But it's not legal. Yeah, and on principle, I, I don't like it. I'm just saying, if you don't realize this is happening, you're stupid. But but yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty scummy uh, of anyone to do. Even if you're not like reviewing the game, I think it's like, come on, and you know, it's it's a nice precedent at least that okay, the feds decided to get involved. Yeah. Do we really want to do this? Yeah, and a lot of it's funny because a lot of like. A lot of games journalists who might have been very critical of a certain movement recently were posting about this and saying how important of a decision it was and how and how it you know the game industry needs to pay more attention to this and like everyone was replying to them like if only someone was creating a hashtag that had something to do with this kind of stuff and like it was just like so like like this it was so funny because none of the journalists were saying a word about it but then all of their replies on twitter were like yeah i mean god if only someone were (laughs) i thought that was really funny um and uh so yeah that's it's cool that, that that actual official attention is being paid to that because the game industry is so... I'm a little confused. Which hashtag? Black Lives Matter? Yeah, Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, specifically, the, the Bernie Sanders not caring about it. Just a really crazy thing. Uh, that, was, <laughs> that was one of the funniest Donald Trump moments. The the future president of the United States of America, <laughs> Donald Trump, yeah. uh, when he's just like, I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was basically, if those protesters come up here, I'm just going to beat them up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. There you go. Um, yeah. We're, we love Trump here at Push the Shout. This is a Trump cast. Yeah, this is <laughs> Trump endorsed. Uh, no, we're, we're not going to officially disclose that we're, we're being... We're paid influencers. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so... That's it's it's nice that attention is being paid to that, but obviously, I, I think that this is going to be like the only time that 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 actually comes to an actual court because that's happening all. Well, that's the over. thing; it it didn't it didn't come to an actual court. Yeah, it was settled. It was, yeah, yeah. And uh, it, what it means, though, is that it's going to be expensive if you're doing this on a yeah. large scale. It's going to be yeah. expensive for you. You're not going to have a good time, which is the precedent that needed to be set. Yeah. So there it is. There you go. Uh, and other than that. I don't think anything worth. Witcher three patch coming that'll add more Triss stuff. Neat. I won't play that until I finish Ground Zeroes. <laughs> no, not Ground Zeroes. Fan of Pain. Um, uh, th- speaking of Ground Zeroes, this is super fast, but I- I'm missing out on a lot of the carryover content because I played that game for like 25 hours on PS4. I did everything, mm. and when it came out on PC, I'm like, this is cool. It runs really well. Looks really nice. But I've already played this game. Yeah. more than you really can and so i'm not interested but now i don't have kojima i don't have the the finger and the eye and i really d- i really don't want to go back to ground zeros from the it's not worth it I I, yeah. I I did all that stuff and every once in a while it comes up and says boss remember those people back at mother base well it turns out some of them survived and they went back in and then it says well, you got kojima or whatever I, and then I you never you never see it again it gets you. It gives you people from MSF um, just regularly, even if you don't carry over the data. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, but, I don't know if it gives yeah, you specifically not Kojima. like Kojima and stuff. But At it, least somebody like, told me that you can still find Kojima in the field. You can without definitely. The transfer. I don't know how, but you can. I, it's so probably I'm one of those side ops. But um, I, I, I got Kojima, and I haven't seen him in the list. I don't. I, like I said, I don't micromanage a lot, but. I think he had high skills, and I haven't seen him. I think him. he's like I, an S plus Intel operative. Yeah, but I don't think I saw. I, I don't know if he actually shows up in my list at all. Uh, I, I definitely got him. That's weird. 
I, I yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Maybe I accidentally sent him out on a on a combat mission <laughs> <laughs> and he died. Why do you do this? I've got to get it to the boss. Um, <laughs> all right. All right, that's it. I won't. I won't bore anyone with any news. Everyone has to get back to playing. I'm, if you're if you're listening to this, God bless you for for listening to this <laughs> instead of playing the Phantom Pain, unless you're like at or, work or driving or, or something. Fuck you if you're not. Yeah, if you're not listening, and if you're not listening to this, fuck you. Um, that was my experience. I actually, I was I, I had oh, I had a little drink last night, and I decided to stream <laughs> some Phantom Pain, and the people in the chat were just really pissing me off. Like, they were, well, that's dumb. And just, oh, were they who, just being critical of it? Because the only people. Who are you people? Who yeah, exactly. So I'm yeah. not doing that again. I'm just... I, there's multiple reasons I haven't streamed it. Someone asked me if I was going to stream it, and I, I, I answered, first of all, my, my, the main reason is because, like, when I play a game like this, especially a game that, that rewards yeah, I you would, for playing if I was, it. If I had been sober, I would not have streamed this. Yeah. It, it, the game rewards you for playing slowly and methodically, which is really boring. And when I'm streaming, I don't want to play like that. I want to get through it. And right. so I, I specifically avoided streaming. I, that's why I don't stream The Witcher 3. Um, because Not because The Witcher 3 is a slow game, but because I want to play it at my own pace yeah. and, and do what do I want to do. Uh, you don't want to have to be entertaining. Also, I just picture some fucking asshole getting in there and saying the uh, big boss snake kills Dumbledore and uh, that would suck uh, if someone just got in there and spoiled it uh, oh, so that's why snake that's why I Dumbledore. haven't had <laughs> that's why we're <laughs> that's why oh <laughs> that's why even, fuck uh, you <laughs> I've been thinking about that for a while because I was thinking about You've just been sitting on it waiting I, well, well I was legitimately thinking about making a video of myself I didn't know if there were, I don't think there were like any big midnight openings around here but if there were I would I, w- I totally would have driven by and recreated the the Snape kills Dumbledore thing except with uh Snape kills the boss and I I, I just I couldn't do it and it would have been really stupid anyway but I wanted I there, a part of me just wanted to do that really badly <laughs> <laughs> just snake kills the boss um which which wouldn't even make sense because it's not spoilers for the actual game they're kidding but i wanted to do it and i didn't do it um well you get an f for effort <laughs> yeah. yeah uh so yeah snake kills dumbledore that's it for this podcast we're gonna go back and play some fan of pain and uh how far? How much percentage do you have done? I don't know if that that I'm at twenty percent. Yeah, I think I'm at about twenty two. I don't know if it includes side ops. I think it does. It does. It does. So I, I assume I'm probably like uh, maybe a quarter, a little more of the way through, uh, which is kind of surprising. I I don't feel like I'm that far through, but I don't know how much story stuff is actually going to happen. Um, well, I mean that's the thing. If I'm like twenty percent through, but I've put thirty hours into it. Yeah, that's still a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. I, I've heard that I expect like sixty hours plus, and the, plus plus the FOBs. That's yeah. just going to be a well, that's perpetual thing, like, online mode to play. Yeah, if you could just rush through the story mode, I imagine it'll probably be comparable to a normal Metal Gear Solid entry, which are no, I don't think so. I think I, I mean, some... I, I would have finished. I would have finished two Metal Gears in the time I've already played. Well, Metal Gear Solid One is like ten hours, but like I think Metal Gear Solid like three is pretty long i think it's more like 15 or 16 hours i guess but even then i still would have had time to play it twice <laughs> in the amount of time yeah probably 
Well, regardless, uh, I, I, uh, let's let's just get back to playing more of that game. <laughs> We've got nothing more to say. Good night, everyone, or good afternoon, or whatever. Whenever you're listening to this, <sighs> see you next week. Sorry it was late. Goodbye. <laughs>